Hi everyone, welcome to the Happy Health Podcast. I'm your host, Amy Catania. Each week we'll discuss all things to make you happier and healthier. Hope you enjoy the show. Hey everyone, it's Amy. Welcome back to another episode of the Happy Health Podcast. Today I'm going to talk about how to get better and more comfortable with cooking. So I'm going to go through five tips or tricks that you can start working on to get better. So who's this episode for? It's going to be for somebody who wants to get better at cooking, who enjoys, who wants to be comfortable in the kitchen, right? We you, we all know somebody that's like that person just at ease in the kitchen. They could just whip up something from like what what seems to people that can't cook like a bunch of just nonsense ingredients and then it comes out with this beautiful dish and you're just like, how the heck do they do that, right? So if you're somebody, if you're that person that can cook like that, this episode is probably not for you. It's gonna be more for people that, are really wanting to get their health in, on track. And one of the things that they really want to do with that is cooking their own meals. And I always say, like, it is possible to be healthy and to, and to you know, to change your diet and your lifestyle with eating out. It is a lot harder, though, because you're, you're not in control of the oils and the salt, like the salt content, the type of salt that they're using. There is a big difference between like Himalayan salts and regular salt. Like uh, a lot of things, uh, restaurants put like sugar in things because as Americans, we have like a sweet tooth. Uh, even for things that aren't sweet, like if you think about it, like our breads always have sugar in them, most breads. Uh, so things like that you can't really control. So as you start getting healthier and, and, and moving towards a, a healthier lifestyle, cooking becomes something that is important. But many of us are not good at it, <laughs> right? You just—it's just like something we maybe we didn't grow up with parents that cooked. Maybe we we did, and we just never learned that skill. And think of it like that—it is a skill, like any other skill. You want to work on it. You have to practice on it. So it's not something that you're gonna—you know—you see a recipe and you're just gonna follow it, and it's gonna be like this five-star dish. And maybe if you you keep working on it, but. So that's that's one of the first things we're going to talk about as I start getting into the five tips is changing your idea around cooking, right? Like you have to, so let's right, go right into it, right? Because I'm, I'm, I can hear myself already going into tip number one. So tip number one is change your mindset, okay? I know that's like, that's not even a freaking cooking tip, Amy. Why the hell are you saying that? But remember, this is the health and happiness podcast, right? The happy health, I can't even remember my own podcast name, but it's all about health and happiness, right? So one of the things is mindset is always going to be what you need to work on when you're working on anything and cooking is no different. Think about this. If you had another skill that you wanted to work on, like if there was something at work that you that you had to get better at or you got a promotion and now you had to learn to do this, or maybe you're in uh, working out and you don't know how to do all the exercises and you're just like... I don't know what the hell to do with that. It's like anything else. You're starting fresh and you have to practice it. And if you kept telling yourself, I'm not, I can't do this, I can't do this, I can't do this, it's a, it's an uphill battle when you're doing that to yourself. It is 100% harder to do it like that when you're constantly telling yourself you can't. So if you are somebody that uses the words like, oh, I'm not a cook, or I don't, I don't like cooking, cooking's not my thing, Start changing your mindset. Just say, oh, I'm, I'm getting better at it. I'm working on it. I'm learning to cook. Whatever you want to say that's in the positive, right? You don't have to be like, I'm the best cook in the world because you probably ain't if, if you're listening to this and you and you need to work on it. And that's okay, right? Like when think of any other skill that you started when you first started. You probably sucked at it and it was okay, right? But 
there's not many skills that you people want to work on that they continually tell themselves that they're bad at, right? So you you don't want to do that. That's the first and foremost. Start changing your mindset around cooking. Your mindset may also be that cooking is hard or that cooking is complicated or that cooking takes too much time or uh, whatever whatever negative thing you have around it. Start changing that, right? Cooking can take forever. There are dishes that can take you an hour and a half to make. And, but there are also dishes that you can bang out in 20 minutes. Nobody says you have to be the type of cook that cooks hour and a half dishes. Sometimes I make things like that, but most times I'm making something quick. I'll probably do one of those meals like maybe once or twice a week. But I, I mean, some, at the end of the day, like I'm tired and I just want to like cook and eat and like veg out with my book or we're in front of shark and watching shark tank with my husband or something and I don't want to be in the kitchen for an hour and a half so it doesn't always have to be like that and I'm somebody that enjoys cooking and I it's not to toot my own horn but I feel like I'm good at it <laughs> so and I'm not even doing that so whatever whatever negative connotation you have around cooking one figure what figure out what that is and start changing it okay that's the first first tip to be a better cook make sure you're telling yourself that you're going to be a better cook. All right, number two is start with one thing. So you can go to like Barnes and Nobles, you can go on Pinterest, you can find all these recipes and it's it can be overwhelming when you're making an, a complete meal, right? When you have like, you're making the protein and then you're making, uh, maybe you're making like a carb, like rice or potatoes or something and then you have veggies and then there's like a sauce that goes on it and then you have to do this and you have to like blah, blah, blah. Don't do that. If you're somebody, if you are already like scared to go into your kitchen, the last thing you need is a super complicated dish. And the last thing you need is a, and this two and three are kind of like mixed in together. But what my point when saying this one is pick one thing. So work on, work on making the best freaking potatoes you've ever made. And that's it. And then for the rest of the meal, obviously you're not just having potatoes for, for dinner or lunch or whatever you're making, even breakfast. But you can get do with the rest of the stuff that you're doing. So let's say, for example, um, I by the Whole Foods by me, uh, I can get they have pre-made salmon and it's already made and it's so good. They they cook it to perfection. And sometimes I'll just buy that and then I'll make a veggie with it. Um, so you can do that, right? So you can you can buy the rest of your things. Maybe maybe you want like a veggie, uh, uh, rice and salmon. So buy the salmon. You can buy veggies. Right. You can or you can get like the the frozen veggies and just quickly you can sometimes you can pop those in the microwave. You can quickly blanch blanch them and put some, you know, olive oil and sea salt. That's not really technically cooking. I mean, it is. But, you know, you know what I mean? It's not like anything advanced. And then your focus is on just the potatoes or just the rice. Right. You're just going to work on that because then you're, you're focusing on one dish as opposed to three different things going at the same time, because. I hear I the reason I have this as a tip is I hear that when I'm nutrition coaching people, uh, they're like, well, how do you know what time to put this in? And then I have this going and then I burnt that. And then, you know, I, you know, I was focused on this and the sauce burned or like it's because it's too much. It's too much. Right. When you when you're starting any other skill, you start with like a simple thing. and You do that over and over and over and over and over again. You don't do like 27 million things for the most part. You don't. So don't let cooking be the same thing. Or maybe you want to, you're like, okay, I got to the point where you're like, I make the best potatoes, I make the best rice, or you you finally learn to use your rice cooker or something like that, and you got the carbs down, right? Maybe move on to veggies. And then now, and you could, if you, if you fill up to it, you could make the potatoes and the veggies, 
right? So you're making both and then you still, you still outsource <laughs> your, your protein. You either, you get something that you can pop in the oven that's already cooked or you get something that's pre-made or so, whatever, right? You're, you're outsourcing that in some way. And then over time, you'll be able to get all three, right? Or maybe you're like, I'm okay with just getting like the bag and a salad in a bag, but I really want to focus on making the protein and really understand like what that takes. So do that. But start with one thing. You do not have to start making a five-course meal every like every meal. Like you don't have to do that. You don't have to look at these things and be like, oh my gosh, this, this person is using sauce with like ingredients I've never even heard of, right? You don't have to do that. So that brings me to number three is start with simple recipes. So once you feel comfortable, and you may you may skip over two, you're like, I can handle doing the whole meal and not having to outsource anything. Start with simple recipe, right? Don't go, like I mentioned in number two, don't go for these things that, that you have to like soak the beans for eight hours and you have to grind, you have to grind like whatever, like pe- black peppercorn or, you know, like you've, <laughs> you've seen like crazy things. Like I'm sure if you've been on Pinterest or if you watch like um, Food Network or if you look some some cookbooks, they have like crazy things that you don't have in your house. So now it's like stressful because I have to go get these crazy ingredients that you're probably never going to use again. Don't, that's, that's not the recipe for you. That's, you're going to, you're going to skip it. You're going to skip that page. You're going to skip that cookbook. You're going to skip that, that show you're watching. That one's not for you. If you don't get it, like, if not like, oh, I could do that. If you look at that and it stresses you the hell out, it's not the recipe for you. Get something simpler. My biggest resources that I use all the time is Pinterest because Pinterest, I can literally type what I have. I literally did this last night. I'm just learning to use my Instapot, which stay tuned is going to be one of the tips, but I don't know the times yet. Like, I don't know like how long to put the, you know, put something in the the Instapot for. I know it has buttons and stuff, but it's still, it's still complicated. (laughs) Well, just looking at it because I'm, I'm a novice with it, right? Like I'm super beginner. I don't know how to use this thing. Eventually I will get better at it, but right now I need to keep it simple. So I just went on Pinterest and typed, I was making chicken thighs. I just said, I literally typed chicken thighs Instapot. And I clicked on one that looked good. And I just needed the time, right? Because I am good at like seasoning. Like I got that already. So I was, I had seasoned the meat. I just needed to know like, what's the, what's the procedure <laughs> for putting chicken thighs in the Instapot, right? So I found that out and there's, there's a couple ways to do it where I won't bore you with, but I picked one way and I put, I put the right time It's 10 minutes, by the way, <laughs> and that's it. Boom. Done. So that's how, and it was simple, right? Because it was not, I picked a simple recipe. There were other recipes that as I was scrolling through, that's like, oh, you got to like sear it on the bottom of, of the Instapot. And then you got to change this setting to this. And I was like, okay, I'm not ready for that. Uh, that uh, that's not me right now. <laughs> I just need I just need to put the chicken in, press a button, take the chicken out. <laughs> that's what I needed because I'm not comfortable using that thing and I needed something simple. So know where your skill level is at and if you're looking at this recipe and it has like all these little has all these things and you're just like I'm not doing that. Go don't do that, right? And also on the same same kind of uh tip is if you're looking at like recipe books, go for ones that have like if if you're somebody that needs to make things in like 20, 30 minutes, there's a million recipes that are meals in the 30 minutes, quick meals, like start looking at those and flip through the book if you can. I know that we can't 
Um, sometimes if you're ordering it online, you can't really flip through it. But just get a get a sense of what those recipes are. Um, if you're not somebody that wants to use recipe books, like I said, Pinterest, Google, those are the things you want to do. Okay, so that's number three. Number four is just as I was saying with the cookbooks, get visuals. Okay, if I'm trying to think of an example. So with another skill, let's say I was telling you, okay, painting. If I'm like, okay, I want you to paint a flower and I want the flower to look kind of like this, right? And I just described it to you, right? Your visual of what you're picturing in your head is probably different from what I'm picturing in mine, right? You may, if I'm like super good at my descriptions and you're really good at picking up those descriptions and have a very, have a similar mindset on what my (laughs) descriptions look like, you may get pretty close right? But if I showed you a picture and said, hey, this, the first step, this is what it should look like. This is what, at the end, this is what it should look like. You'll have a lot of easier of a time. So same thing with cooking. If you have cookbook with pictures, get a cookbook with pictures. Like this is time to go back to like when we were in school and we loved picture books. We liked every page to be super colorful. That's what you want. There are cookbooks that it's literally just the recipe. And if you are not somebody that's super comfortable with how foods should look when they're when they're starting to get ready, when they're getting to the point where they're burnt, like if you are not there, you need a picture. You absolutely need a picture to say like, okay, that's cool. That's what that should be. That should that should look like that. That shouldn't look like this. Um, so cookbooks are great. Most cookbooks just have the end result. So if you again, you know you better than you know yourself better than me. Pinterest is nice because a lot of the Pinterest leads you to blogs, right? Most people have a, like they have a recipe blog. They'll have the steps on it. They're like, okay, step one, this is this is what you're doing, and it'll have a visual, right? I still like when I'm doing that because um, I could go usually when you're when you're looking, and this is not always, but most Pinterest recipes lead you to a blog, and they'll have like a story on like how they got there or whatever, like how they got to this recipe, and then. Uh, They'll, if you scroll all the way to the bottom, you'll have the just the plain recipe, right? It'll just be straight instructions. Print that out, but then still have the your phone or your computer or something so that you can see the steps and you can see what it's supposed to look like as you're going through the recipe. And it'll, it'll help you a lot. Visuals are fantastic. Also, video recipes. You can go on Food Network. A lot of these blogs, they do video recipes. You can just type in and then type in into Google and then click video. And see if you can find on YouTube a video of this recipe, right? So there's there's so many ways visuals are going to help. That's why that's why Food Network, the TV, the TV, the what is that the channel is so popular. Like that's why f- cooking shows and all those things because you can see it. <laughs> so when you can see it, you're like, oh, that's what that's supposed to look like. Oh, I, I cooked uh, this for 10 minutes and it looked like that. But when I cook it for 15 minutes, it looks like this. Because you have no freaking clue because you're new. So get your visuals. Another thing that I'm kind of lumping in with visuals is cheat sheets. So you can go on Pinterest, you can go on Google, and you can type in how long to cook veggies for chart or or cheat sheet or something. And people have already made these fantastic little printouts that you can make and you can print out or that you can print out and it says how long to roast asparagus for. Like if you're freaking clueless on how to roast asparagus, you can just put this somewhere. You can, you can put it on your, your fridge. You can, you can put it somewhere in your kitchen. I don't know where you're going to put it, but you decide what's best for you. 
And you can have these quick these these cheat sheets. There's ones for like grains. There's ones for meat. There's one. There's all sorts of things. You can just type in use visuals and visual in that in that it's there and you can see and you don't have to like oh I don't know how long to cook this in there and then you just like stand in there watching it because you maybe you put something in the oven and you have no freaking clue how long or what heat or any of that you don't have to decide any of that right like you don't remember we're not we're not going on master chef you don't have to like create your own you don't have to recreate the wheel people have already done this they're done <laughs> it's yeah like of course people are coming up with new and exciting uh recipes and ways to cook things all the time but that's their career that's their like passion or whatever like, if they're a chef or if there's just somebody that likes to cook you don't gotta be that person you can go and take all their hard work <laughs> go on google go on pinterest go to a recipe book go on food network and just take what they said because they already did it and that they they're like okay boom this is how you do it and perfect right so that's number four. Number five, last but not least, is tools slash gadgets slash appliances. So I did a whole podcast, and it is um, it was my seven favorite gadgets um, that I uh, kitchen and gadgets that I use. And you can go to my website is amycatanio.com forward slash podcast and you will find it there. But here's the thing. You want to keep it simple there, right? Like in that episode, I mentioned my seven favorite ones and how I use them and why I use them and where I got them and all that. I do not recommend that you, if you are just like starting out and you don't have these things already because a lot of times people just have them, you know, like you you just buy things because you feel like we're an adult and we should have these things, <laughs> right? Right. So, but let's say you don't have them. Don't go out and buy all these things, okay? Start with maybe one or two or use the ones that you already have and just get good at that one. So same thing when I was mentioning, like start with one thing, like either cook the meat or cook the veggie or cook the, the carb. Same thing, pick an appliance that you're sitting there and you're like, you know what? I bought that thing. Everybody ra- raves about this thing and I haven't even taken it out the box or it's like sitting in a cabinet connect- collecting dust and just focus on that. Just And you don't even have to do it every day. Just say, okay, once a week, whatever you're comfortable with, I'm going to focus on making, um, inst- I, like if you're in my Facebook group or if you follow me on Instagram and Facebook, I made something in Instapot yesterday. Well, this is going to come out in a, my, I record, pre-record the podcast. So as the day that, the day before I'm recording this podcast, I did that. So, uh, it, it's going to be long gone by, by the time you hear this. It's, I made chicken thighs in the, the Instapot. And I got messages on Instagram. People are like, how do you use it? Is it complicated? Blah, blah, I got a couple comments in my Facebook group like, oh, I, I took mine out. My, I'm finally taking mine out of the box. Or somebody else was like, I still have mine in the box. Do you have any good recipes? So just maybe you have the Instapot in your, in your house and just start getting used to that. Just pick one recipe, go on Pinterest, find it and be like, boom, done. And then that's your thing. Right until you get comfortable using that Instapot, then maybe move on to. And honestly, um, and this could be different for everybody. This is totally my opinion, but I'm still learning to use the Instapot. When you, when if you listen to that podcast or if you've listened to it, you'll I put Instapot as an honorable mention because I knew it was going to be awesome, but I had not comfortably used it yet, and I still cannot say that I'm com- super comfortable using it. I'm getting better, as I mentioned in the beginning of this episode. I'm loving it so far. Like I'm completely obsessed and I I definitely want to continue using it because of how easy 
it has been, but I definitely have to sit there and like look on Pinterest and like figure it out and all that. Uh, so, um, so if that if that's overwhelming to you, start with something else. Like a slow cooker is pretty easy to use, and you can get super simple recipes, uh, or like a blender. Like get used to using your blender to make something awesome. Like just get really good at making smoothies or soups. You can make soups in a really good blender. So whatever their gadget at, like a mandolin. Uh, have you, maybe you have a mandolin and you've never freaking used the thing. Maybe you use that to chop your veggies and then you saute them with some recipe that you found, right? Just use gadgets to help you, that, but don't get overwhelmed with them. Because if you go and you start buying all these things up and you may it may not be the right gadget for you, right? Like I am very klutzy. <laughs> so I had to buy a mandolin that had the, the guards. I think they all pretty much have them now. But my mom gifted me one. Um, she, my mom has like every appliance on the face of this planet because she loves cooking, baking, everything. And I think she had an extra one. And she gave me this one, but it didn't have like the the guard thing. And every time I used it, I felt like I was going to chop off a finger, which is a high possibility for me because I'm pretty klutzy. So when I was picking out my mandolin, I got a new one because I couldn't use that one because I thought I was going to die. <laughs> not to be dramatic or anything, but I I got one. I specifically got one that had that guard so that I can be careful with it. So you don't want to just go out and buy all these things because then you have no idea if it's the right thing. So definitely look, if you have no clue where to even start, listen to that podcast. It, uh, just as a reminder, it's amycatanio.com forward slash podcast. And you can just scroll down and see um, you'll see my seven favorite gadget kitchen gadgets, and I would highly recommend listening to that. But they they're they're there for a reason, right? They make your life a little easier, um, and just depending on what you need. Like I'm all about the Instapot now because I want to make quick things. <laughs> I want to make things quickly and just get it done. And while I love the slow cooker, the slow cooker comes with some planning, right? They're very similar in how they and how it uh, how the food comes out. Like I can make chicken thighs in the slow cooker and I, I feel it because I have before and it comes out very similar to how it came out in the, the Instapot yesterday. But I have to know in the morning that I'm making something in the slow cooker because you have to start it in the morning or it's not going to be done. And sometimes I don't want to do that. So just think about like what's going to make your life easier. If you absolutely hate chopping things, like you're like, oh, I would totally eat more, more salads. I would totally eat more veggies. But the thought of sitting there chopping all these damn things drives me nuts. Look into a mandolin. Look into the, there's all sorts of cool uh, veggie chopper things. That's that's what you need. If you come in, if you're like, oh, when I get home from work, I have to feed my family or I have to feed myself. And the I just want to like be quick and get it done, which is why you may get takeout, which is why you may get like a TV dinner or something quick. If you can make something in 15 minutes and literally just put it in there, press the button and you open it and it's done, like the Instapot is probably a good gadget for you. Uh, if you love smoothies and you've been buying, or maybe Frappuccinos, which aren't the best thing, but you can make healthy Frappuccinos with like protein powder and coffee. You can make your own, but you just love the smooth, silky texture of when you buy a smoothie or when you buy a Frappuccino. It's because they got good blenders. That's That's it. That's all it is. It's a good freaking blender. It's time for you to get a good blender. You can do it on your own, right? So just kind of figure out what, where, what's the first thing you want to venture into, and that's how you pick your appliances. So that's it for today. Uh, just to recap, I'm going to go through the five things. Mindset, 
So make sure you're telling yourself positive things. You're not going to be Debbie Downer on how you're a crappy cook because you ain't no more. You're a beginner cook, right? You're not a crappy cook. You're you're going to be, you're just learning, right? Uh, number two is one pick one part of the meal to make and just focus on that and then outsource the rest of it until you feel comfortable to start building and adding more. Number three is start with super simple recipes. Don't pick the recipe that you have to, you know, there's like 27 million steps. Most recipes, I didn't mention this in the, when I was going through them, most recipes will tell you how long the prep time is. They will tell you, and the prep time means obviously the, the time that you're prepping before you actually get it cooking, right? So if like, if you're making a casserole, in theory, casseroles sound like they're easy because it's like, oh, you just throw it in the oven. But so, and you're like, oh, it's like it cooks for 30 minutes, boom. But is the is the prep time to make that casserole to get it in the pan an hour and a half? If it is, then I, I don't even do those. <laughs> so, I don't do those often, right? So definitely look at prep time and keep it super simple. And that will help you a lot. Number four is visual, visuals, visuals, uh, pick things that are, you know, cookbooks, videos, cheat sheets, charts, all these Pinterest with the, when the step-by-step and they show you this, they show you what it looks like as you're making it. Use those to your advantage, uh, and, and use the ones that you feel like you need, right? Everybody's a little different. Uh, so just use them to, they're already out there. People have already done the work. Just this is one thing you can steal. You can see, you can steal their work and it's fine. People love it when you're like, I made that recipe that you posted. And it was great. They get like, yes. So this is it. This is the time to do that. And last but not least, the tools, the gadgets, the appliances, the things that are going to be simple and make your life a little simple. Remember, start small. Start and and by small, I mean like start simple, not like a small appliance. Uh, which you can, but not all the Instapot is kind of big. <laughs> so just start with that and, and, and see like you may like, okay, I'm going to get this Instapot, get an Instapot cookbook or find a blog or something that goes on Inst- that focuses on Instapot and then make that your focus. So um, that's it. If you guys have any questions, you know where to find me. I do plan on making a video series on Instapot because I got so many freaking messages. So you guys can learn along with me as I learned how to use this thing. And they're going to be simple. They're going to be simple, simple recipes because I am very, very beginner with this thing. And while I know you can use it to make some pretty awesome meals, I'm not there yet. So if you guys would like to join me in seeing these super simple uh, video series on Instapot, you can join my Facebook group. I will be posting those as I make them. And my Facebook group is Happy Amy with, sorry, Happy Health with Amy Catania. So if you're not in there, you can go on Facebook and it is a private group, but you can search for it and I will get you approved and you can follow along with my Instapot series. Um, And if you're listening to this in the future and this series has already been posted and it is done and gone. Don't worry. It'll still be in the Facebook group. You just have to search for Instapot and it will show up and it will also be on the topic. So you can go on the right side if you're on a computer on uh, in Facebook and you will see topics and I will have it tagged as Instapot. So that's it. I will see you guys next time. Thank you so much for listening. If you're enjoying the show so far, it would mean the world to me if you could take a moment to write a review. Also, be sure to subscribe on the platform of your choice to get updated on the next episode. The Happy Health Podcast is now on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, and all other major podcast platforms.